to episode 128 of the Morgan Official Corpse Feed Podcast, and I am Arturo Padilla, the guy behind the face, and with me always is Mr. Nick Valdez. Tex, what is going on, my man? How are you? Oh, man. Howdy, everybody. Howdy, Arturo. Uh, it's, been a, it's been a weird Halloween season, right? Like, uh, you know, if you, by this point, you've listened to our Halloween Ends review, you've Has hopefully not been checked one. out, yeah, hopefully checked out Scary World, but yeah, like, in terms of spooky season... Like it's been kind of a letdown, and it's it's I been don't know non spooky. Yeah, right? not more like, spooky as uh, <laughs> you know, as Spinal Tap would say, not more spooky because yeah. like uh, it's been it, honestly, it's been disappointing. Absolutely, um, uh, yeah. the stuff on the streaming stuff hasn't been that great. We're gonna talk about um, a, a streaming movie as well later on today in the feature presentation. That uh, mm-hmm. you know is just very meh but there's been yeah. like if, if you go on on the corpse feed there you see a lot of fives a lot of sixes a lot of sevens there hasn't really been anything stand out man and the ones we yeah. expected to kind of just pop off like hellraiser um and like halloween ends to at least get to that seven level at the very least right text at the very least yes give me a very, seven i'm not asking for least. a watcher you know because watcher is just uh, an all-encompassing great flick you know what i mean i'm asking for Absolutely. hey Give me a decent story with some decent acting and some good practical gore and, you know, we'll be all right. But it's been disappointing, man. Yeah. And especially because, like, our main uh, feature presentation today like, is a non-horror movie, like, in the middle of October. And it's the first one, like, spoilers for that, but it's the first one that's not, like, totally disappointing, Dude, right? I, so That's the so, first movie <laughs> that I've actually seen in the theater um, in, uh, in a good hot while that uh, I was actually satisfied walking out of there i'm like you know what that was pretty awesome yes so speaking of that arturo i wanted to get into our first coming attractions uh, yes this week it's it's a big one because it's been going viral for like it's uh, how the audience has reacted to it the gore the you know the it's that it's that exploitation movie that's big in theaters right now uh, following up terrifier terrifier 2 so Arturo, you actually went and saw this in theaters. I did not because it's a two and a half. Like, how long was this? It's, it's about. Like it's about. A- uh, it was two hours and about fifteen minutes. They added. That's, yeah. They added <laughs> a trailer. Like the actual, like you know, the indie studio that made the movie added a trailer in front of it. So in the runtime, when you see it in, uh, like in theaters, like that's why it says two and a half hours on the runtime because they added some stuff before. It, I guess you know, you know, because you know it, it's an indie studio trying to you know push indie stuff out, which is cool. That's fine. Um, but after watching a slew about fifteen minutes of trailers of you know from actual AMC, you give me that. It's like okay. Anyway, so so it gives you more trailers after. Not more. Like, it's just like one long one that you think. Wait a minute, is this the beginning of the movie? I'm like, no, this can't be the beginning of the movie. Oh, yeah. so it's like uh, it's like a Pixar short kind of thing, right? Where it's like they they. Play the short ahead of the movie, but it's a trailer. It goes on. But it's a trailer. 
Like legit, <laughs> it's a movie trailer. So, yeah, it's a movie yeah, trailer yeah. for another small indie movie. Right. Uh, but anyway, um, have you seen uh, Terrifier or any no, of that? No, no, I've, I've only heard of it uh, okay. mostly because, and I've stayed away from it because, like I put, like I've said thousands of times on this show before, I'm not a big gore guy unless it's like story, like you know, story gore. Like you gotta, you gotta earn it. But if it's like a gore fest or like a torture fest, or, text you get it. You, yeah. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Okay. You get it. That plain and simple just kind of sums up the whole Terrifier experience. I have to be honest with you. The first one actually had some kind of semblance of a decent, uh, you know, structured story. You know, mm-hmm. this a second one was just, hey, let me just go out, you know, kill, kill, kill. You know, they added a, right. they did add a protagonist there because you had to have some kind of final girl attached to it, I guess. And that was kind of very... Very meh as well, but technically, te- Terrifier is is just a gore fest. You know, it's just plain and simple, just meant to show you a bunch of kills as brutally as possible. Uh, the yeah, first, I, um, yeah, I, th- I thought that's what the point of these things were, right? Like yeah, the, the, yeah. The, the point is to be like a killer clown. Doing yeah, Mark wild the clown stuff. is a killer clown. To, you know, the very essence of Killer Clown is Art the Clown. He is just this deranged, like, dirty-looking clown mm-hmm. with a really creepy design. They did a really good job with that uh, with that design. Because you know how hard it is uh, these days to come up with a cool um, horror design that ha- that isn't, like, some kind of mask or, or something like that. So right, um, right. kudos to them to really, you know find that design and and the guy who plays art the clown he does a really good job of emphasizing those like terrible like teeth and that smile and all that stuff so that's all really cool in terms of the, the actual performance but again i usually watch a flick you know as an overall kind of you know package um so i you know i go for story and all that stuff but this one um like it's meant for those fans who just want to see the gore you know what i mean so um they might still not really you know just listen to this or or see my review and just be like you know what whatever but because it's meant it's obviously meant for what it is no one's walking into terrifier and expecting freaking you know invisible man you know what i mean right um, right yeah. so they're going into terrifier 2 with the expectation yeah, that it's going to be yeah, two exactly. hours of so, like wild um, gore right yes 1000 percent. that being said that being said, it, it can't be that long. You cannot have a runtime of over two hours with no story and just outright gore. So in the first one, at least, you know, the gore was sprinkled about as this girl was trying to r- run away from Art the Clown and all that stuff, you know, and he was mm-hmm. trying to get to her. And it had his cool set pieces. The one you might have seen and all you guys uh, might have seen out there, maybe like um, a, a GIF or a meme or something, is the one he, he's just slicing this woman in half. She's like hung upside down by her ankles and she's just kind of mm. cutting her right in half that's the one okay. that people have seen online they're like oh my god i gotta see this movie and blah 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 right. that's why i decided to see terrifier i'm like oh let's let's see what this is yeah about. that's the, that's the standout kill right yes okay one thousand percent um so yeah so it, it's so like it's so wild that terrifier 2 exists in the first place it makes yes. a lot of sense yes you know because like if people like the first one if you're an indie studio of course you're gonna make a second one yeah but 
what what really got to me and the reason we're talking about it here and the reason you saw it in the first place for the buddies at home is that so many responses to this movie are like oh people are throwing up in theaters people are leaving theaters before it's over and so from that perspective was there any of that when you watching it yourself like you see it, you're like the audience <laughs> it was like getting the cannibal holocaust or, thing right this shit right, was almost yes. banned right um but yeah. uh, no no um uh, the people who went to the theater um i'm glad to say they knew what we were expecting except for the ones who brought their friends along with them that was always interesting to hear a reaction or two but no one walked out you know like no one threw up everyone it was actually a a dine-in theater so people were eating their burgers (laughs) and their fries and shit and i'm like i'm like yeah you know i'm like i hope they'll be fine but they were just fine they were they had their, their full course meal over there but um but yeah but that being said though um this one really kind of extended everything they just wanted to really go balls out like and just load up this movie with as much gore as possible i love gore but just to the point where it's like hey you have to kind of make it work you know what I mean? Not in the right. sense of just making it look good, in the sense of making it good for the story. Yeah. As Tex mentioned earlier. You know what I mean? It has to make yeah. sense as I'm watching this narrative. Absolutely. You know what I mean? That's yeah, why, yes. like, this is why I love the French horror movies like Inside and Martyrs that, yes, you'll get this ultra violence, but you need it in order to you know to actually move the story along like this one is it's all there like the kills like they could have had their kills but then they always decided in every single kill they want to see how far they could go right they always wanted to see mm. let's see how far art the clown can 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 go how how much mutilation can he do to this body you know so so as as an example for the buddies at home and for me or two like what's the what's the wild kill what, uh, spo- yes, yeah. spoilers one that, for Terrifier one that keeps two. to mind yeah. um uh, for those who've seen a uh, uh, jason goes to hell you know that heart eating scene right oh, uh, like always comes to mind so in this one mm-hmm. he kills somebody right and then um i forget exactly how the kill was but he came to the point he got on top of the body and just kind of ripped the chest cavity in half with his bare hands you know after the body was already dead he grabbed the heart went you know they showed the heart beating and all that stuff he went on took a nice big bite of the heart while this chest cavity is open and then he just uh grabs like the guy's skull and like opens it up and grabs the brain out and like it's like all right, man. Like, yeah, that sounds. That sounds I'm like, like a let's lot. Let's move to it me. on. Like, you know, if you have a story to tell, let's move it on. Like, I get it. Trust me, I understand it. We can go back to, for instance, a movie that made this same mistake was uh, Victor Crowley in, in the Hatchet series. Like, right, Victor Crowley yes. was just straight up just gore fest. And like, listen, Hatchet already is a gore fest. It was meant to be that way. But at least they gave it that slasher narrative that you kind of have to, you know, like follow these uh these tours, you know, in the right. swamp and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, because because yes. gore gore when used properly, it's it's punctuation, right? Yes. Like it's it's punctuating a seed. It's like Friday oh, the Thirteenth comes to mind. The whole freaking franchise. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, it's, it's it's all yes. a gore fest, but it always started with the narratives. We have the counselors. We have the camp over here. Let's let's make it work. You know, you're in point A, point B, point C. You have your players. Let's do it. It was it it, it always had a simple structure to it, right? But this one, this one, it, it could have done the same thing, but then they just wanted to. Just just kind of throw that kitchen sink at you every single kill scene. Right. And that was my problem with it. I'm like, all right, cool, let's move it along. And on top of that, like, it wasn't really anything new. 
You know, like it's like really? hey, even even with like the escalation of like kills and you know, because you, you're telling me, yeah, that he pulls the heart out and like a brain out and stuff, but like, what about what the ones get wilder? Like, do are like the they're kills- not that crazy in this one? That's the, like interesting. Like, it's just okay. a lot. Like they're not okay. that crazy. It, it, they're just a lot, and each kill is compounded because he's doing something extra to the body. He could be breaking the arm, or it could be biting the calf or um in one scene he chops off some dude's you know you know penis when he was peeing but you don't even see that you just see him kind of just chopping it off like it's nothing really wild right like we saw some wild stuff as well in like halloween kills and halloween ends the movie we just reviewed just in our previous episode you know where in that dj scene alone where he breaks that guy's jaw and cuts off his tongue you know that's kind of you know that's the same kind of stuff we get here but because of the of the look of the low budget and the practical stuff and the way it was shot it's just like it just looks more visceral you know what i mean like um it um it's just it's just gore fest, bro. Like, there's not much else to say about this movie that, like, people who are who are expecting that will get that. You know what I mean? You'll get that in droves. Enjoy that for two hours. Like, I'm right. good. Yeah, um, the buddies at yeah. home, it, you know, if you're interested, you probably have seen it already. Or if you're waiting yeah. for the right time to do it. Oh, you know, it, like, maybe- you know what sucks, too? Like, spoiler all right just like just like real quick what's what's the saddest part is that you know when it came to his fight and his you know fatality and somebody you know hurting him it wasn't even that crazy that's the disappointing part of it all he dishes out all this brutality and now when it comes for the protagonist to dish it out they don't really go all in you know it's very tame in comparison to his kills Man, yeah, so we, I didn't like that. Know, I didn't like that. We, like, I wanted him about to this, like really we, be freaking tore up and just like yeah. he's just a like a just a disgusting piece of just like garbage. This dude. We've <laughs> talked about this before, where you know it's punishment, right? Mm-hmm. Like it's the it's the punishment befitting the horror stuff. And if you don't punish your killer, that sucks. Especially yeah, like after, I mean, like, he gets a- punished, but like in comparison to what he dishes out, it's nowhere right. near up there. Yeah. Anyway, folks, again, spooky season. Yeah, it's spooky season. It's trying to save itself, spooky season. But uh, yeah. yeah, we have yeah, another the- triple feature for you guys. Um, yes. And, and let's start off with something that began um, late in the summertime and just kind of uh, finished up a couple of weeks back. I finally got the chance to finish it up. I know Tex has been dying to talk about it. Um, yeah. Um, the uh, review for what we do in the shadows. Um, is this season three or four we just finished? It's season four, dude. That's, like, it's, that's wild. And I, I'm are, so glad they're also greenlit for season five, I think, too, right? Yeah, we are in this, buddy. We I love it. Are, yeah, we are in this. It's so funny, too, because, like, you know, these we've, we've talked about how they could go on forever. You know, like these these shows could literally like uh, it's an always sunny, right? Yes, Where absolutely. Like you, can, you can throw the three vampires and Guillermo in there, and you know, and this season they they did stuff to uh, Colin, who like Colin went through the whole being a kid and His growing whole, up. I know, just growing up, pretty much. Yeah, and so like you can clearly have these stories for them for as long as they want to keep the show going. You know, like yeah. this is just another good season of like let's. 
shake it up. Let's yeah. shake up the characters. Let's shake I love up how the, they just uh, uh, like each character had their thing. Like they, they had yes. their arc within the, the whole season. It wasn't just like a group thing. Like in the, in the earlier season, it was always like the gang getting in trouble for something. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, great uh, point. Yeah. So now um, they all had their thing. Naja had her club, right? Um, uh, uh, Laszlo had um, raising Colin Robinson. Colin Robinson had his uh, his whole <laughs> yeah. freaking evolution. Yeah, right? where he was a, a child. Yes, and going uh, Nandor his had thing. his wife and the genie, right? The yes. whole genie thing, which was fantastic. And uh, we had Guillermo uh, doing the, you know the whole Guillermo thing. And 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 I'm glad we'll talk about it later. His uh, th- that final episode is awesome. But um, but yeah, everyone does something, and that's what makes it interesting. Like, and they do a great job of sprinkling everyone's kind of you know arc into every episode you know it's like what's this person doing what's that person doing and then they and then they reconvene in the house and they talk about it for a little bit then they go their separate ways and i just think it's just really smartly just structured and and well written and it's um it's tough to do that because it it can get stale it can get boring and it's cool like all the episodes it was about like 10 episodes this season and all of them were just you know adding and culminating to what we saw um in the finale and and there was no fluff there because every Every episode had something going on because all these characters were just busy. And and I thought that was really smart. And they made such a great season. Um, I didn't think they would be able to kind of like top it off because we were like, you know, what's going to happen with Nandor at the end of last season, right? We were like, what's Nandor going to do? And, you know, how are they going to top it off? And then we had the baby colored Robinson. So, yeah, it's so funny that the answer to Nandor is what is Nandor going to do? He's traveling around the world. (laughs) The answer was nothing. The answer was to immediately come back home. which is so like it's so funny because we were like because Guillermo got trapped in the box. He ended up going to like Romania <laughs> yeah. with Nadja, whatever, and and so it's season four is smart enough to be like, okay, we'll we'll skip that little summer part for them, and now they're all coming back already, yeah. having done all this stuff, and like season four in general, I think Nandor Nandor like his his wasn't the most plot heavy arc of the season but like i think i like his the most you know just yeah. cause, just because the genie it ends with like his face <laughs> Nandor, <laughs> he was Nandor's like- face has like the, like his eyes closed it's like super plastic yeah, surgery he was like i like- think that wish i made to get the, you know to uh, get the wrinkles out of my forehead is causing uh like a lot of attention <laughs> to the wrinkles under my eyes can we do something about that <laughs> Yeah. And then he just comes out looking like this <laughs> huge prosthetic, like a lemon head, you know, yeah, it, it was absolutely so hilarious. And, and he, then, uh, he spent like almost the entire episode like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Laszlo and Colin had a great little story. And then like Laszlo singing Fiddler on the Roof, like at the end of the show was wild too. Like it's a good season and it's tough because it's like, these are just good, solid shows. Yes. You know, agreed. like yeah. all, this is four seasons in. We were like, oh, I can't believe it's been four seasons already. Yeah, it's wild, yeah, dude. Like, it, and it's still funny. Like, it's still solid. Like, every episode has something to latch onto, something to, like, you walk away going, yeah, that was a funny little gag. You know, like, like Guillermo's boyfriend. He ends up... Like, <laughs> Freddy. <laughs> yeah. Freddy ends up two- getting together with Freddy, his clone. Yes. Like, it, <laughs> and then Nadja's whole thing with the vampire club and the, the celebrities who they, like, killed two uh, of, the, like, the directors or dude, whatever. Dude, speaking of yeah. which, what a great way to, to get rid of Marwa, too, right? Just to make him 
like <laughs> to make her into Freddy and just <laughs> just send them off. And say, okay, this character is now gone. Like yeah. I thought that was genius because like you know he had Marwa pretty much the entire season there and all his wives earlier on. So we're like, what's gonna happen with her throughout the whole season? So I was curious what was gonna happen with that, and he just turned her into Freddy. Yeah, it's a, Marwa. Like he he was like he Mad wished. Wow. Uh, yeah, <laughs> he, he wished like you know that she would like everything he likes and then she makes her man cave for him like you know oh, what yeah, I mean that, like, that was too good that episode that one was good <laughs> yeah the one where they did the uh, what's it called the flip it or love it or what is it yeah yeah it, it turned out to be uh, Nick Kroll's vampire and then yeah, they say, dude that was, was so it? good and then Laszlo the way he said like New York City or something he's like New York City <laughs> <laughs> Laszlo was really good this season yeah really I really good I th- I think it was Lazlo's season in general. Yeah, like, it was. It really felt like it was his time because his stuff with Baby Colin was great, and then the finale when Colin started growing up, and like, uh, uh, and then now now Colin he's he's he feeds off annoyance. I think that's what it was, right? Instead of like, uh, instead of boredom, it's either annoyance or anger. It's something like that. It's something yeah, really like yeah, like uh, like when they're infuriated or something, he feeds yes, off all that yes. angst and stress or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, dude, like, what great writing again! Like when they um, uh, when he found that that uh, film slide, right? And uh, it kind of made that map. And then we were all wondering why is he hammering holes? Yeah, why was he hammering time. holes? It's so he had this innate, like, this innate uh, um, inkling to hammer holes because of this map he made. And like, it, it was just so brilliant how it's like Colin Robinson, of course, made this whole diagram where to freaking hit to opened up this door where he has this, all these journals and it was just brilliant. It was super awesome. Um, Colin Robinson is awesome. <laughs> that whole, th- th- like his becoming was like um, Bruce Wayne finding like uh, th- the cave in Batman, yes, right? Yes, He was like reading the journals and like pulling his hair out and like. Yeah, uh, and then he found the glasses in the drawer, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it was good. It was really well done. Um, yeah. That was awesome. So, I loved it. It was so funny to find out that Colin was the one keeping up all their bills and everything like that. Like they their, their house literally falls apart and they keep it like that for a whole season it's and then like, it's funny with all the wishes too you would think that Nandro would fix up the place right yeah <laughs> but, but, <laughs> is funny this season man everybody's just great Nadja too with the, the vampire club thing is just <laughs> it was great cause you know the whole like she had all this money stashed and then now she's got nothing oh I go what a dumb move dude and then like the blood sprinkles finally work when the blood <laughs> When, the, when she tries to set the fire off and the insurance, it's like, okay, great. What, what is insurance? Where can I get some? You know, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's dude, good it's, stuff. It was good stuff. It's, it's just like, yeah, it, we, we always want to throw these reviews in there just because yeah. it's like, a, it's a fun show. And if by now, if the buddies, you haven't seen it, please go check out what we do in the shadows. And then like, the text and the finale, Guillermo uses all that uh, money he, you know, he stashed away to finally ask um, uh, the dude in the convenience store to bite him and become a vampire. 
Yeah, right? so we'll see. We'll see if they pull the trigger on that. I, I don't know. know. Something, something's telling me it's not. He's not going to be a vampire. Yet, yes, you know? because that's the whole thing with the show, right? He's trying yes. to become a vampire for this whole entire time. So yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't think we can. I don't. There's got. There's going to be something. Yeah, it's going to have to be. Yeah, there's for sure going to be a hiccup there that's going to prevent that from happening, and it's yeah, going to be. Can't, yeah, that's too big. That's too big of a change. And that guy know, is like, great too. Uh, what, what, what's his name at the convenience store? Yeah, the dude. <laughs> Like his Tony? friend who's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's now he's working because he's like, yeah, I, I need money. Yeah, you know? it's like I gotta pay bills. You know, it's like it's like this is one thing vampires don't tell you. You know, how are you gonna pay your bills? You still gotta work, so that's great. <laughs> and then it's so because he still isn't invited all like the vampire hotspots or nothing. Like it's just it's just good, good, and honestly, it's clean fun too. Yes, like, it's, yes. It's, it's a lot of like you know, it, yeah. yeah, it's horror. It's a lot of blood. It's a lot of kills. But it's like it's really like i don't know it's just clean yeah it's hard it's hard to like describe because it's like nothing really feels like even the dirty jokes yeah like like, it's not uh, yeah like laszlo's a pervert you know what i mean but um yes (laughs) it's but it's it's never like ugly ones you know what i mean like it's always like towards himself and his experiences you know what i mean like he's never really bashing anybody he's always talking about himself because he's so open sexually yeah you know yeah like speaking (laughs) of like there's a scene like early on with the vampire right with the vampire (laughs) (laughs) with doug jones and shit yeah (laughs) that was great you see yeah so that's that's the the, the good stuff it's not like um like it's not it's not Dahmer on Netflix you know what I mean it's not deep and heavy like that this is like it's what you want out of your sitcom television I'm not a big TV viewer um so uh, uh, this is Texas uh, realm of expertise uh so Texas as an overall show like you know like how do you think this ranks amongst shows that have gone this far, like in this same mm. genre? I think it's I think it's pretty solid. Like it's hard to it's hard to put it like in a ranking either because it's like um, it's so different, you know? Because it's a horror sitcom. Yeah. There's not really much that I can compare it to. It's its own little thing. Okay, question: and, Like, is it must see TV? Hmm, that's a good one. Um, I would argue yes, but also I understand if people don't watch it. Because it's also like it's clean, it's funny, it's mm-hmm. horror, but it's also kind of dry. Mm. It's very dry. Like it's it's kind of that English humor. Quote it's Taika Waititi, right? So like yes, you know, it's that inspired yeah. kind of like where it's all in dialogue. It's all in like goofy characters and how they it. present yeah. themselves. And like it's it's fun where you know it's not the always sunny where it's like they're they're doing wild stuff. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's just they're doing regular things, but the whole idea of it is that they're vampires and they yes. carry themselves in such a way, and that elevates it to that next level so it's all it's all in personality and in dialogue and characters so in that sense yes it is must see but also i would understand why you know if someone wants to watch something else with like harder hitting jokes Mm. i i I guess you would watch always sunny but for my money yeah like definitely check out what we do in the shadows especially like i agree it's definitely a um dvr worthy television um yeah yeah, just go go binge it now if you haven't if you haven't seen it go binge it now it's on hulu they're so short too it's like 24 minutes it's like you just fly right through them it's great oh yeah like if you haven't seen it yet you'll you'll surprisingly make it through four seasons of this pretty easily yeah because once you get on the first episode in the first season and then you get the you know the humor and if you dig it you'll just start rolling yeah it's 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 like you got (laughs) it yes and in that way too where it's like that's why it's like it's hard to say that it's must-see 
television because it's like you do have to get to know the characters. Mm, it's true. one of those shows where it's like once you get to know the characters, it's like, oh, okay. And then, then they start doing wilder and wilder stuff with them and start experimenting and it gets like – like in season four, there's like a vampire fight pit. Yeah, you know, Guillermo has to like. You know yes. I mean? like there's there's just good like good then, little stuff that they're doing. I, I yeah. think it's in season two where they go out and they get drunk on the on the human blood. Uh, the, yes. <laughs> and the blood was all drugged up, and, <laughs> and then they had pizza and they all threw up on, on the street. That was great. All right, folks, but just go check that out. I, I believe you can catch it on Hulu, um, yes. on uh, on FXX, on demand, all that stuff where you can find all that FX stuff. Next up, folks, in our uh, triple feature is um, uh, another installment in uh, the anthology horror series, VHS. Uh, this time it's VHS 99, um, yes. uh, um, a Shudder original movie where, where you can find on Shudder. Um, uh, yeah, right. It's as VHS. The, as- <laughs> it's, it's, it's a VHS movie. Um, it's... Uh, uh, it's surely not the original one. Um, these anthologies, after a while, to be honest with you, Tex, they kind of lose their luster, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And uh, this one just kind of, uh, it's just another mediocre entry, you know, in yeah, my opinion. Unfortunately, unfortunately, it is yeah. a wait, like, honestly, it's a wait for it. It's When we say, like, it's we need that in-between, right, of, like, wait for it and stay away from it, it's in that in-between where it's like... This is, you you know, the, the in-between should be, what, what, like, watch it at work or something? <laughs> yeah, yeah, where it's like, watch it when you're doing laundry or something yeah. like that. Like, yeah, like um, it's, mm. yeah. Even completely then. agree. If you don't, <laughs> if you don't see it, you're not missing anything. Yeah. Well, but also, if you do see it, fine. It's not the you know you're you're in and you're out relatively quickly. I think right. Like yes, I think absolutely you can say that right yeah. off the bat is jumping in. You watch it and you're like, oh okay, it's been like an hour and it's already over. So um, anthologies are tough too, right, Arturo? Like yes. you said, like because it's like. Not only are anthologies, do you, you grade them by the strengths of the shorts themselves, but you also have to like look at the overall package. Yes. How the whole thing is packaged. And yeah. then you have to compare it to the others. Agreed. And VHS, there's been like a million of these already. Yeah, there's, there's like five a- of them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they feel like a million because it's an anthology. So there's a bunch of short, short movies, um, in all of these things. In terms of like what, uh, like off the bat, what I didn't like. In previous iterations, um, it's usually a discovering of these tapes that leads yes. us into watching all these stories, uh, whether the cops are raiding a house, whether um, some kids are in somebody's house and they see like uh, like a, a TV on with the VHS record or whatever. That stuff, I like that stuff because then like it, it gives you something – in. It, in the middle yeah, that ties in all these Blair little stories. Blair Witch Jace. Blair yes, Witch Jace. Right? Exactly. Yes. It's like, oh, like these like these people are seeing all these stories in this house because like, something bad happened in this house or um, somebody bad lives here who collects these tapes. You know what I mean? Like something that keeps things together and gelled. Um, mm-hmm. That's the successes of the um, earlier iterations of VHS, especially the first two sequels. Um, and I think also... The third one as well. The previous one, a uh, ninety-four. Honestly, the only a memorable thing of that one is that Ratma, a story where they find that big, you know, rat man-looking thing um, in, right. in the sewers. Ratma, um, uh, that one, uh, the one that almost got like a spinoff before it got canceled because you know, of course, like the the succubus one from the very first one. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yes. That one did get a movie. Did it get a movie? 
No, no. Oh, Remember, it was the going whole to, thing right? was yeah. The whole thing was like they wanted to because it was so like it was such a standout from the rest of the package, and it was the first story of the first VHS, and like it was so promising. We we're like, wow, like this is a cool little idea, and you know, it never got made because yeah. you know, it, they're of course they're not going to make that movie because it, like, like it the, was the fine. whole movie it, was already in the short. Right? Yes, exactly. It was fine like that. Like that's. You know, it's not a YouTube, like, you know, short, like, Lights Out that gets elongated and ruined. You know what I mean? Right, um, it, right. This one was just there. A movie would have ruined that concept because you don't need to know more about this girl. You just know she's a succubus. You know what I mean? Like, that's the, the thing. You don't need to know where she comes from. The whole mystery and the whole success of that short story alone was uh, this whole thing. Like, oh, look, this chick was taken, you know, from a bar with some guys, you know, and they were going to have some fun. And it turns out to be she's a monster, you know? End of story. Yeah, and Done. so with that in mind, that's kind of VHS 99's whole thing is like monsters and monsters, monsters. Yeah, something happens, there's a monster. Something happens, there's a monster. And like in that sense, I do give it credit. Like, see, it's the Halloween ends argument again, right? Yeah. Where it's like, how much credit do you give versus the execution? But here, I I kind of give it credit for both the execution and the concept because yes. it's like you're doing monsters. Yeah. So like yeah. low budget monsters, yeah, whatever. But it's like I, you know, I do give them credit, especially with like the standouts because like there there are some of these. There are five in all, mm-hmm. and like two of them are like two of them are good-ish, right? Like, that's the other thing. Like, it's not like... Yeah, the like, game show one was good, right? Yes, that's exactly what I was thinking, because, yeah. like, Ozzy's Dungeon, I think it was called. Yes, like, it was yes. a cool little concept, hit Legends of the Hidden Temple adjacent kind of parody thing. Very, uh, yeah, like, uh, with a, a Lovecraftian twist into there, right? Yes, uh, and yeah. that's why I give it the credit, because mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, cool concept, you know, making the wish on the, you know, Eldritch Horror... And then, then you see the Elder Horror, and it's like stop motion, yeah, or like it's like it, it doesn't look. I don't know, but then, like, yeah, you but can then tell before CD that too. Later, um, on top of that, we get like a like a good like kidnap torture like session going on before there too, yeah, which the, is pretty it cool. Was it, it wasn't a bad idea. Like honestly, I was like, okay, the Aussies Dungeon family. And like, then gets before that, you host, get that girl right? breaking her leg in that in that whole like game show setup. So it has layers to it. You know what I mean? Like it starts off a very small, like, oh, what's the worst that can happen? Oh, broken leg. Oh, that's gruesome. And then you get to the point where they kidnap this guy. Then you get to the point where you get to this like Lovecraftian monster at the end. Um, and that and was then they're like peeling off their faces. Or their faces are melting off. Or yes, something, right. Like yeah, yeah, like- because they see it and then they. Just yeah, it's very look. I I love it. I think that's my favorite one because of all the layers Agreed. and and just because it's not just it um it, it just felt very complete. You know, it, it it didn't feel like a found footage thing. You know what I mean? Like it felt like a complete little story, uh, nice encompassed in itself. You know, like you had the, the beginning, you understood the conflict, and you uh, they did a good job of writing the parents and showing the conflict off the bat. You know that that no one was satisfied with everything went, and then I, I it, it was just. Not expecting that last, um, that monster either was actually like, oh shit, we're, you know, we're just, what the hell's going on? Especially when you yeah. see this big person, like this huge, like just bulbous person just giving birth to like, like this monster is like, holy shit, you know? And then the face peel, that was awesome. Um, that being said, 
there's other things here that you know just fall flat. For example, yeah, like, like the, the just the very off the first bat. one. Uh, yeah, the the very first uh, one. It's such a bad introduction. Such an off putting like, like story, especially because the characters are just trash too, man. Yeah, because it's set up like a like a bunch of punk kids like recording videos for their band or whatever. It, it's mm-hmm. it's meant to be like the skate tapes, you know, yes. from back in the mm-hmm. day, like the you know mm-hmm. the doing punk pranks and all this. Yeah, stuff. Jackass they're, they're, and Jay's kind of shit, and like yeah, you know yeah. rock and roll punk and just touring and you know it's but then the characters is just disgusting honestly like i don't like like any of them uh, like they're just mean to themselves and they're really mean to one of the you know to the drummer just call him just a very negative like connotation i think he's uh like you know like uh, like, yeah and it's so weird it's so weird because like they all die at the end of that one and i'm like yeah yeah like i would have thought he would have lived you know yeah the story kind of when he started fighting back against like okay so there are ghouls in that one Mm -hmm. and like cool man ghouls but like when he started fighting back i thought he'd be the one to survive that's how you get the camera footage you know thank you thank you there's nothing and so Yes, and so that's the problem <sighs> yes, with Tess. 99 in general, yes. where it's like, where is this camera footage coming where, from? Where are these mo- – yeah, like who is – who's watching this stuff, you know? Like yeah, cause, it makes cause no sense. So uh, going into the third story or like the fourth one or whatever it is, like you find out like the formatting of the whole thing is like in between you get these little stop motion toy scenes of like somebody playing with their toys or whatever. Yeah. But then it, it, it goes into like the story where like a group of boys are like filming like a lady across the street. That's what also it makes no sense because like why are you showing me a segment of this younger brother using this camera and like since the beginning because – as you mentioned, we get those spliced in between a couple of the stories, right? Yeah. And then so it's it like, why, why is this? Yeah. Yes. And then it ultimately ultimately leads to that story. And I'm like, okay, so I don't understand. Like, are they watching these videos online? Like, it doesn't it doesn't connect. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Kudos to for using a Gorgon. But at the same time where it's like, you know, and, and the, the second one, too, it's like a drowning thing with like another ghoul. Yeah. And so like already the, sisters and stuff yeah, like that. They and, put and her in I a did, coffin. Yeah. I did like it. Cause I like the coffin thing. You ever see that movie Buried with Ryan Reynolds? No, I, I've actually haven't, but I've read a lot about it. So that's like a that's one of those like uh, it, it's a great one. It's a hidden gem. Check nice. that one out. Okay, Just I definitely as an will. Aside, check out Buried. Good movie. Very good tense. Like very like a uh, claustrophobic kind of thing. And so you know you get that in '99, but then there's a ghoul, and then like then they talk at the end, which is so weird. Like yeah. <laughs> There are so many of these it's things. Like, oh, she wanted even... more sorority sisters. She wanted to yeah. make her own sorority, and now she wants sisters forever. And blah, yeah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah. And then, then you get, like, the last one where, like, these two guys go to hell. I think that's what it is. Yeah, they, they but start then, filming like, a seance, right, or something like that, right? Yeah, they're filming through hell, and it's like you get all these little demons and, like, these little Halloween decorations and stuff. It's, it's one of those things where it's like I give it credit. For the uh, like the idea, the idea, the concept, for the, the, yeah, the thought, the original thought, right? Here, but you know, it's it's not like Halloween ends, right? Where it's like Halloween ends, we're gonna bash it again, right? Oh, we, oh, we got, listen until the year's over, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, where it's like it's like Halloween ends, where it's like you you give it the credit, but in '99, I give it so much more credit. It, I I do think the thought that counts because 
it doesn't have the budget, right? They Especially, don't have yes. They agreed. don't have like million dollar Halloween ends budget. They don't agreed. have like million dollar Halloween ends story. So the yes. thought here legitimately counts. The attempt and with counts. anthologies as well, it is the thought that counts in, in anthologies yes. because they give you this whole big umbrella. It's like, hey, we're, we're making this. All right, can you give us a story revolving this, this, and that? You know what I mean? Yeah, give a, give us a monster story. Yeah. Right? Um, like, I think, yeah. Yeah, so, like, uh, it does um, – that's why I gave it credit. I gave it a 6 out of 10. Um, I was being – I, I was being generous um, simply That's because um, they were all these different ideas and they did do a, their best with uh, a a small budget. And in terms of the practical stuff they did, it was really well done on a small yeah. budget like that. That's what I took away from this one was like, hey, they use a lot of practical stuff um, in these um, in these shorts and they actually did it well in comparison to some stuff I've seen on screen and on, on, on the big screen. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So I give them a lot of credit. I still prefer a a bigger story, like a bigger, like, Hey, um, the cop sees all these tapes from this house and like, we have to watch yeah, them. And give us, give us something to tie everything give together. Us, and yes. And just also about that packaging. Um, the camera filters, man, you guys have to do something about that because not every VHS camera looks like hot garbage. Like, like yeah. I don't understand it. Like, like in the first one, like it was all scratchy and all that stuff. I'm like, Hey man, quit it with the freaking Instagram filters, man, please. Like it, it's, it doesn't look good aside from you having shitty characters, right? Like this is not working. Right. So, um, but that being said, a VHS 99 is another mediocre entry in the VHS anthology series. If you really want to catch some good ones go watch the first couple of ones we have some really good directors doing some good shorts in there yeah uh, directors that, did got, one. that have blown up yep. since yeah. then right like yeah. yes wingard is one of them for sure he did a cool one with some like robotic eye and again these anthology films are few and far between in terms of like being really good overall because it's hard to really kind of be good overall in anthology because it's like you're going to have some hiccups along the way um specifically in the abcs of death that one it was just super long and, and just yeah, had tons of hiccups the along gimmick, the way the gimmick was like 26 movies and it's like wow dude they were so you. long man like they it was just so a long, long movie yeah, i'm like damn just, i'm only up to yeah. l can we just finish yeah. this <laughs> yeah you took an l on that but yeah folks um so yeah so go watch vhs and vhs 2 and stuff like that uh you guys will probably have a better time with those um mm -hmm. that being said folks um our Rather headliner this horror one is a <laughs> yeah, right yes it's the non-horror yes movie that being said folks um the headliner of this triple feature and uh, honestly one of the best times i've had in theaters in the last a, a couple of months was watching black adam I dug this movie a lot. I had you a lot of fun what, watching bud? this thing, man. You know what? I would I would also say, yeah, it's it's in between that pay for it and wait for it for me. Yes. Where it's like, yeah. if you don't go to theaters now, I understand. But also, why not go see like it's it's yeah, definitely like I kinda a, regret yeah. not watching it in IMAX because of the awesome action text. It was a lot of great action sequences here. Yo, and uh, watching it IMAX, I'm like, damn, I should have watched this in IMAX. It's that, you know what? It's it's so funny, like, because leading into this, right? Like, yeah. leading to Black Adam, you and I both were like, oh, this is, we didn't want to do it. Because you read the reviews, you see what people are saying, and you see what audiences are saying, too. Mm -hmm. Like, normal people check, like, normal people. Like, <laughs> like the normies regular check, folks. Check Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> I want to say that. Yeah, but it's like. 
like, you know, just the, the average folks going out to see movies, like, are even saying, oh, Black Adam, like, I'm seeing a lot of, oh, Black Adam sucks, all that stuff. Yeah. And so going into it ourselves, I was expecting, like, a garbage fire. And the light, too, like, is a little hefty on top of that. Yes. Yeah. But to, like, to find out that I'm, like, smiling through a lot of it, dude, like, I had a huge smile on my face through so much of it. And I'm so, like, it's just surprising, right? Like, yes. It's just, there's just something about good DC universe action that yeah. scratches that itch that Marvel just doesn't yes. do anymore. Honestly, I can actually compare this to maybe one of their awesome animated movies in terms of like just quality, right? It was really good, man. Um, they definitely um, – they shut me up, dude. I had like very low expectations about this thing. I was very Agreed. like naysaying it because of everything that, that everything that DC was doing was just, you know, just bad, you know. Yeah. And it's funny because like this is the one that like isn't supposed to start any new universe yes, or anything dude. like that, right? Yes. Like we unfortunately, both of us on tape are like, oh, this doesn't look very good. Super it guilty. Looks, absolutely. Yeah, it, it looks super <laughs> generic. We were like, you could go back to us talk about the trailer and kind of bashing it because it did look like it that. did. It really and, did. And yeah. honestly, watching it, it does play out like that. Mm-hmm. Like thinking back, you're like, yeah, this is a lot of generic origin movie stuff. But at the same time, there's nothing wrong with that Arturo no because like that when that formula works it works for a reason right like this yeah it feels like a movie made in like the 2010s but there's a reason so many of these got made in the 2010s right um, I'm really glad they chose to break up the initial origin of Teth Adam and um of Black Adam and his son and his like in the father dynamic because it would have been a lot to do it right off the bat. Like I, I, right. I, I really they like how they sprinkled the in movie. bit by bit, yeah. and we like find out like we know off the bat that his son got sacrificed because of the trailer. The trailer did a bad job of hiding any of that stuff. So like we, and, and then we see um, early on that the Rock is in some CGI like Chris Evans Captain America stuff, right? Yeah, his giant head on yeah, like a normal head. body. So, um, yeah. <laughs> but like I really like how they didn't spend too much time in that era because it was getting a little like much honestly like it like in terms of uh when you are there it's very kind of very stereotypical stuff you know with the sun going you know going this and you know doing the whole revolution stuff yeah yes yeah because then when you're in those moments you start to really notice the smaller things that the issues where it's like why is why is dwayne johnson the only one with an american accent Mm -hmm. you know when it's like everyone else has like these these conduct accents yes like these you know it's stuff like that it's like the more time you spend in it the more time you spend thinking so it's like they you were right they're so smart to spread that out Mm -hmm. because any other movie like any real bad version of this would have had the intro right at the beginning we would have sat through like 15 minutes of that that whole thing yeah and then we would have got the story then we would have got the actual movie story Mm -hmm. but no like you're right it's more about how black adam uh, is conduct like it's really like a Kondok origin story, yeah. Right, like yeah. it's it's more about the people of this country and the people wanting their hero. And there's a lot of there's a lot of cool little ideas in here that like 
I hate to keep saying you know, DC versus Marvel, but it's like true, Marvel though. doesn't do the political stuff anymore. Yeah, like Marvel doesn't do like the whole like where were you guys when you know, we were being invaded by like just taken over by rando like colonizers and stuff. You know, so it's like well, cool, I man. mean that's that, that's not really true. Um, Captain America and Winter Soldier. Um, Falcon and Winter Soldier had a lot of political, like, and terrorist oh, stuff right. on Disney+. Plus. Look how um, long that took. <laughs> yeah, it took a while. Like, it took from Winter Soldier and Civil War stuff, and then they scrubbed all that with the Infinity War, right? Yep. Um, yeah. And we forgot all about the politics of the, of the MCU until the actual DC – I'm sorry, DC – until the, the Disney Plus shows uh, brought them back up again, right? But you're right. absolutely right. Like, this is, like, very well done, very, like, hey um, – this is like real life stuff too, because this happens around the world, unfortunately, and, you know, right? Um, and as, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. And as much as we talk about The Rock and how you know The Rock is The Rock all the time, in here he kind of was it. You know, I give yes. I give The Rock credit for this. Yep. For it's still not. I'm I'm still gonna say this. Like it's still not the best, but. But it's not, it, he's, yes, yeah, it, it's not he's rock. Doing, you know what I mean? Yes, yes. We finally you, have him playing a character. You know what I mean? That doesn't yes. feel like The Rock. And I was telling Tex off uh, off the air that the last time I remember The Rock playing an actual character was in the um, in the sequel to Get Shorty, Be Cool, right? <laughs> yeah. When he played the bodyguard <laughs> yeah. and then he, like, yeah, like, he, yeah. he, he was trying to break into Hollywood. He was singing and doing all this stuff. You that know? was like one of his first roles, yes, too. Yes, exactly. But, to but ever since then, took, he's been yeah. playing this Terminator. You know what I mean? This yes. this this rock character, this action character who's always uh you know charming, a little smug, always confident, he's always gonna save the day. Um, but this is when we got an actual comic book character out of him, right? Like he definitely like I think he spent a long time understanding Black Adam and and the psyche of this character. I, like from what I understand, he's been trying to um have this movie done for years and years. So and you know I'm pretty what? sure he, it, he's well aware of the like of all the Black Adam lore and how yeah. he's supposed to be like it it feels like that too like that's the thing it's like in a sense it feels like there's so much of this it feels like it's been in development for a while right Mm -hmm. like a lot of the ideas a lot of the way it's made you're like okay this is clearly a movie that it's been you know that's why it feels so many times it feels kind of old quote unquote in some ways but like that also helps in what you're saying where it's like he clearly understands what he's trying to do you know he he clearly understands what he wants black adam to be Mm -hmm. he he knows what he wants black adam's place to be in this larger dc world yes and then of course when you get the larger dc parts of that too (laughs) that's you know (laughs) so um i guess uh um, yeah, so full, yeah, before we spoilers. get to the big spoiler spoiler, um, okay. um, a awesome recurring character we get that also it's like in my head, I'm like, what are they trying to do here um, is Amanda Waller, right? Uh, Waller yes. shows up um, and it's like, I honestly didn't expect her to, I didn't expect to see Amanda Waller in this movie and it was a breath of fresh air. I'm like, oh, wait a minute. If, dude, if they use Viola Davis as like, you know, like the, the glue to you know, to kind of start this universe, like this, just start kind of spreading roots little by little, like through Amanda Waller, um, the success of James Gunn's Suicide Squad, right? Um, right. Like, uh, and the fact that now, like, she's has this relationship now with Black Adam and she's aware of Black Adam. I thought that was really cool. But again, brings up these questions, right? Like, what are they trying yes. to do, right? Yeah, because at so, the very end, right? Big spoiler yeah, so over here. 
let's let's get into that real quick. So, yeah. uh, setting the stage for that. Uh, so, spoiler alert for Black Adam. Black Adam's main purpose is to not only introduce Black Adam, mm-hmm. but to also also introduce the JSA, the Justice Society of America, who's already fully formed. Mm-hmm. It, we get the idea that um, there are many different versions of teams for the JSA. Yes. There are many members, which is cool. And we get yeah, we get new recruits for this movie. And it's great to see that DC has the smart idea to skip over Origins mm-hmm. because it's not necessary and to just throw us into fully formed heroes, right? At this point, which is agreed. Like we said, it's a smart way to go. But then, then we get the big post credit scene, which is the, you know, the big, the big what if of yes. the rest of this thing. Yes. Of- Henry Cavill is back as Superman. Oh my and goodness. And he looks not as only, glorious as ever, by the way. Not only that, but as someone working with Amanda Waller. So there are so many implicate it's the yes. implication. Yeah, it's the So okay, so setting the stage for this, there are many reports that you know Dwayne Dwayne Johnson had to fight to get Henry Cavill in as Superman. I bet and they he were did. And there were reports that they were that Warner Brothers executives are trying to get more Superman content moving, which is a smart thing to do. But as we've said before, you need to blank slate this. You need to clean slate everything. But at the same time, after this, maybe not. Maybe right? not. Like, like <laughs> maybe you can not. the shit out of it, but keep Henry Cavill as Superman. Yeah, please. where it's like, oh my god, dude, like, like this is gonna be a problem, Tex. I know it is. Like, it's gonna be a problem going forward, simply because, as well as uh, I read online from a really cool article, Flash Two, right, has been yeah, greenlit, like, right? Yeah, Flash Two has already has a script written, uh, and in Black Adam, the Flash exists, Wonder Woman exists, Aquaman, Batman, they all with this, they right? all exist already. So, <laughs> I think Warner Brothers and DC are just gonna say, you know what? F it. Let's just power on through. Let's just get to the other side, and you know. I hope they figure out the Ezra Miller situation. And right? they also <laughs> let go of uh, their uh, their uh, Kevin Fahey, you know, um, uh, dude, right, who was problematic yeah. with uh, all the, you know, Justice League stuff that happened. And uh, he was let go. So, yeah, so we'll, maybe we'll things that. are looking different now. Maybe he was the person kind of pushing back against all this stuff, you know? And yeah. now that he's gone, it, it could make it easier for, uh, you know, the studio to, to make some leeway here, you know? Because um, I know for sure, as we mentioned before, they're dying to make more Superman content. They're dying I mean, to dust off just, this golden god on the shelf, you know? I just just seeing Henry Cavill oh, in the Superman suit. He would like, glorious. And I really hope it's not like a, a Mr. Fantastic situation where they weren't in the same room. I really feel like if anybody had the pull to get Henry Cavill in a yes. Superman suit, it's the in rock, a scene bro. with him, it's The Rock, right? Come on, and yes. So, and so that's the thing. Leading into Black Adam, both you and I were like, what is the point of this? No Shazam, no any of this, but maybe Black who knows, right? Like, if you're going to form a DCEU, a new one, I couldn't, I could imagine a worse person to hang that on than The Rock. 
right? Like it could be worse, honestly. It, it could, could be worse, be... and because now everything is slim pickings, right? After Marvel kind of just cleaned house with the entire, you know, you know, yeah, with roster anybody of Hollywood, right? right? Like, like with, th- with anybody yes, who could have been interesting, right? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And you're speaking so of that, right. like I think Rock had a, a really good supporting cast. Um, you know, yeah. the two uh, recruits, um, um, Adam Smasher, the guy who played Adam Smasher, was dope. I enjoyed his performance. He was this like adorable Jace guy. I'm like, oh. You know, this guy's definitely like lovable. I'm, yeah, he's, I'm, I'm cool. He's the, the yeah. young kid who's only been <laughs> yeah. in like one or two missions or something yeah, like that, right? Like, yeah. He looked great. Like, the graphics of Adam Smasher looked awesome on screen. That's the other thing, too. looks this, so good. This movie looked great. Like, yes. yeah, there might have been too much slow mo, but at this point, Cares. I think that's just DC, right? Like, yes. I think that's just going to be DC's thing from now on. There's always going to be slow mo in these actions. Which is but, very like, Zack Snyder ish, I got to say. But at know? the same time, that's very comic book, right? Yes. Like, yeah. you get. You get the full spread splash panels, right? Yeah, where you're just looking. Yeah. And so, like, if this movie looks good, dude, mm-hmm. like, the, the characters look good. Cyclone, who's the other new recruit. Yes. Her powers awesome. like, rainbow, and, like, the way she, like, whips her wind mm-hmm. around is cool. Then you got Hawkman, who, yeah. like... Hawkman being yeah, Hawkman. <laughs> yeah, so, like, yeah, when you start thinking about the dialogue and stuff, it falls apart. But, like... Hawkman is cool, man. They made Hawkman cool. Like they yeah. made Hawkman like the leader of the JSA, yeah, which is dope, which right? is pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah. Doctor Fate was good too. He was o- always dramatic and over the top, but that's the character of Doctor Fate yeah, in the yeah, comics. They had, like always, like, like because he knows when people are gonna die, <laughs> pretty much. So <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm always like, he's like, uh, he's not uh, brooding, but. He's a uh, he's um a fancy brooding. <laughs> yeah, Pierce Brosnan knew the deal. He he's knew upskill he was brooding. Into. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he knew what he was doing. He got to wear the Doctor Fate suit, you know. So he's he's good. Yeah, and like that's the thing. I could like. If oh, and that kid too, bro. That kid, the kid and his mom, oh, right? Oh yeah, like, the, like the, the main support, and then the his uncle then too. The, yeah, the human support, right? The Where normies like, in the movie, yeah, were actually good. Yes, they were. They were pretty. Like the uncle was funny. I was laughing at a lot of his jokes. You know, yeah. like and so can imagine a worse thing to anchor it all on, no, right? Yeah. Like if they if the new direction for DC is to do JSA is to pretend like the JLU stuff just didn't fall apart or whatever mm-hmm. and do Justice Society, but occasionally have Superman and Wonder Woman and Batman thrown in. Yeah. I think that's a I great way forward, dude. I dig like, it. I dig yeah. it because then you can focus on the lesser tier heroes. You know what I mean? You don't have to go yeah, for the yeah. bingos all the time. There's there's a DC has a big roster of DC people who are so not the Holy many, Trinity. You know what I mean? So yes, we have definitely so many have random uh, people, right? Like, yeah, yes. They'll be fine. But th- th- that being said, folks, um, they'll be fine as long as they know where they're going right and we'll find out more about that as time goes on and as warner brothers and dc and discovery unleash and unfold their plan on us and um hopefully it'll contain mr cavill um but folks um definitely you know what it's a pay for it go watch black adam in theaters man it's the best thing that's come out in the last couple of months there's been a lot of duds out there in movie theaters lately go watch this one yeah um, like I, it's fine I go was, bring your kids out there too yeah because you know? like, you know, the whole time uh, I was watching it, right, just a small aside before we wrap up here, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I was like, are we wrong? You know, because, like, both you and I came out going, oh, yeah, I liked it, you know, but, like, are, you know, you see the critics bashing it, but, like, 
it's weird being on this side of it, right? Usually yeah. we're like, oh yeah, we hate it too. But like, honestly, dude, I'm in. I'm in, right? Why I not? Mean, listen, like a lot of people liked X and we hated X and we still stand by that. But And we stand by this one. <laughs> we definitely enjoyed Black Adam. Um, I'm not sure what the critics were watching, but they were definitely not watching the same movie because critics, um, I'm sorry, Knuckers, but audiences like just loved it according to the, the score right now. It's very lopsided there. So um, again, folks, if you have some time, Go watch Black Adam in theaters. Um, it's a fun time. And again, thank you so much for listening. This has been episode 128 of The Morgue, an official Corpse Feed podcast. I am Arturo Padilla, the guy behind the face. With me always is Mr. Nick Valdez. A big, a big shout out to Glenn Morawski for the music. A big shout out to Del Virus for the artwork. Big shout out to you guys for listening. We have 127 of these in the archive for you guys. Go watch us on YouTube. Like and subscribe. Go watch us anywhere you have any live streaming, Twitch, Facebook Live, Twitter Live. Go check us out on any of your podcasts on Spotify, on Apple, on Amazon. Like and subscribe, rate, share, share us, everything. We have a bunch of stuff for you guys in the archive. And remember, folks, it's a scary world out there, but we are here to walk you through it. Mm-hmm.